From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Hello, hello. Welcome to the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Rise and shine. It's a, uh, it's a Wednesday morning. It's hump day. We welcome you to the 21st day of September. And uh, we kick off a, uh, a brand new day, and we're glad to be with you. Lots of things to get to today. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun stuff as we get ready for games that begin tomorrow. And uh, we'll talk. Yes, I'm sorry. We're going to talk some baseball today. So <laughs> we, we got you. I mean, there's some things that have happened. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get into some baseball today. Good morning, Ward Whites. Good morning. Ryan Fox, how are you? Doing well. How about yourself? Great. Anything spectacular happened in your day yesterday that you would like to share with with our audience as everybody's locked in on what Ward White does on a daily basis? <laughs> uh, just getting ready for games. That's that's how you spent spent Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did too. I know you did. Game, you were working game, on stuff, yeah, game stuff, game notes, speed charts, and. Got a nice workout in yesterday, so everything's good. So did I. I, was, <laughs> I, I picked that hamburger up off that table. <laughs> <laughs> or that steak steak sandwich or whatever. <laughs> Very nice. I'm telling you. Then then I the ice cream was frozen. I really had to <laughs> exert some energy to get that ice cream onto the spoon. <laughs> Man. Ah. It's a. I mean, you know, you, you got a, a bead of sweat running down your brow. <laughs> That's a tough lunch. It is. It's a tough day. I mean, it's a t- tough day. I, th- you know, I, I was, I was trying to mow the grass yesterday through mental telepathy, but it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't come out right. No, I keep going. You know how Sheldon would do it. You know, because he, he was going to always make. Um, What's his name? His roommate uh, on the show. Leonard. Leonard. He was always going to make Leonard explode, you know. Couldn't do it. Just didn't work out. So, anyway. All right. Uh, w- we will get into some baseball. We'll talk some college football. A lot of different bits and pieces and things of college football. We'll get into the at, uh, get into that. Uh, we'll talk some high school football with you as well. And, uh, and uh, we'll also uh, touch on the Cowboys and the Giants as they continue their preparation for Sunday's game, uh, Monday's game, Monday's game. By the way, Monday, uh, again, we will be uh, over at Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll be broadcasting live from, uh, st- well, starting around 4 o'clock. We'll, we'll jump in with Matt Mosley a little bit, and uh, we'll do that to Monday, getting you ready for all the fun activities going on at Buffalo Wild Wings as they get ready for a watch party for the Cowboys and the Giants to watch the Cowboys and Cooper Rush win NFC Player of the Week and guide the Cowboys to a 2-1 record and all those naysayers out there. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, I'm almost starting to believe it. <laughs> You're not. No. All right. 
We'll find out. I mean, all you can do, all, we have one choice, and that's hope. Mm-hmm. It's a hope that he does well. Hope that they block well. And you know what? And seriously, and I know we, we were starting on, <laughs> we we're going someplace else. I, the offensive line has not been the issue. No, they've played well. They have played well. And when you get Jason Peters available to you either this week or next, that's just going to add a little depth to that offensive line in the rotation. You hope. Yeah, it should. At least, you know, and heck, I, I that's that's been a pleasant surprise, hasn't it? The the play of the offensive line. Oh, I think yep. so, yeah. There's no doubt. Cooper Rush only got sacked once on Sunday. Well, and again, Ward talked about uh, Keller Moore's game plan. The, the plan was – Pretty simple. Get the ball out of his hand. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a couple of opportunities where they uh, tried to stretch it a little bit. For, but for the most part, it was find your guy and throw it to your guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure you shouldn't do that with Dak either. But Well, I, I'm not so sure you just shouldn't do it. I mean, prevent your guy from hitting the turf, doesn't it? It does. So... And I know that there are times where you've got to stretch the field, and maybe you do that. Or you know, look, a lot of teams will will do that early in the game. They will throw that ball as far as they can throw that ball, hope to catch it. But if they don't, they want to just send the message: Look, you're not going to get in the box on us because we will throw it. But we'll see. We'll see what happens on Monday night. We'll see how Joe Buck and Troy Aikman talk about. Your Dallas Cowboys. Of course, we'll have the broadcast right here on ESPN with Brad, Babe, and Christy. So uh, that'll be that'll be coming up on uh, on Monday night. But we have a full weekend of football to get to before then. What are you going to do with your Sunday? By the way, I was sitting there thinking about Sunday. Normally, Sunday we kind of reserve that to watch the Cowboys, so we'll know what we're talking about on Monday. Or at least we think we know what we're talking about. Most right. people go, hey, you, you don't know what you're talking about. But uh, anyway, uh, what will you do on Sunday? Uh, we'll get up early and do the yard work, and then I will settle down and watch the NFL ticket. Will you really? Mm-hmm. Just kind of go all over the place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Will you, will, you, uh, will you do anything special Sunday? No, probably not. I'll probably just just watch the games. I, I don't have the Sunday ticket or anything. I'll just have whatever's whatever the local broadcast is. So you'll get the Texans on one channel, mm-hmm. and who knows what you'll get in that other regional window. Yeah, I don't know. So. It, it's usually an, an NFC East team, whichever's playing. Yeah. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll dip into all of them. I, I, you know, I don't know if my yard can make it till Sunday, but if it can, that's probably not a bad idea. Right. I just – there's no other – yeah. I've got a I was sitting there staring at it yesterday. I've got a good travel weekend ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you head south on Friday and and west on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll uh, we'll get into that uh, in uh, before the top of the hour in fact. Uh on the program today, we will visit with Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12 and Greg Jacobs, the head coach of the Crawford Pirates is going to join us. Talk about uh, the Crawford Pirates and opening up district play. I think they open up with with the uh, with Rosebud Lot. So we'll get into that a little bit uh, with Coach Jacobs. They're off to a good start. So uh, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the Crawford Pirates coming up around uh, eight thirty this morning. So keep that in mind. All right. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but there's a home run chase that's going on in the Bronx as well as. 
a baseball team getting ready for postseason play. And, well, number 60 occurred last night. Side for Judge, and here's the 3-1. Is that not the coolest thing? I mean, stop, yeah, and th- stop, it is. stop and think about it. His name will be mentioned with Roger Maris and, and Babe Ruth forever. I mean, <laughs> that to me is is incredibly cool. I, I, I think that, that is just the neatest thing. And that's a great home run call, by the way. Uh, <laughs> just a great call. After the game, Judge talked about, you know, where he's at and what they're doing. It's tough to say because you don't. Like I said, I don't. I don't. I don't think about it. I don't think about the numbers. And you know, when you talk about Ruth and Maris and Mantle and all these, you know, Yankees greats that, you know, did so many great things in this game. You know, you know, you never imagine as a kid, you know, getting mentioned with them. But you know, it's 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 an incredible honor. You know, and um, you know, something I don't take lightly light lightly at all. Um, but. You know, we're not done. We still got a couple of games left in this in this season, and you know, hopefully, a couple more wins come with them. So, I mean, I think he's handling it the right way. Oh, uh, I do too. I mean, can you imagine that home run chase in that media market? I mean, anybody with a pen and a pencil and a piece of paper is a member of the media. It seems like in in New York. Uh, th- that's got to be incredibly difficult to to navigate, and he seems to be doing it in a in a very positive way. But pretty cool. Uh, I think it's special. They've uh, they've got a few more games, a couple more opportunities. Uh, <laughs> just you know, just it's kind of cool just to see and just to watch. The question is, why do you keep pitching to him? Um, I don't know, but I'm glad they are. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. Me too. I mean, it was part of a five run rally. So, I mean, I don't think you want to just go out there and say, Hey, we're not going to let him get this record. No, I think if it was a game situation that he could, you know, that home run didn't, it sparked a rally in the ninth, mm-hmm. but you didn't think they were going to score five in the ninth. I mean, Carlos followed it up with a, a long bomb himself to to give them that win. So I think you would be – I don't know what the right word is it, but I, I, I think you would be – it would be very inappropriate just to go up there and say, well, we're not going to let him hit number we're gonna 60. We're going to walk him, yeah. Or number 61. And put him on first. You know, but I would say if this. It, if it's going to, you know, if it's a two-run game or something, yeah, you might do that. But, I, I, my my instructions would be simple. Don't let Judge beat us. If somebody else beats us, fine and dandy. But right. don't let Aaron Judge beat us. That would be the instruction. But back to the matter is, sometimes you have to pitch to him. And oh, I think he swatted think number he sixty last there. night. Oh, I do too. I do too. And I hope he Got does. Pittsburgh tonight. Four games uh, with Boston at home. Then they hit the road for. Three with Toronto, 
And they finish with Texas. Yeah, and they come back with Baltimore at home and then four games in Arlington. Mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be there for that Tuesday one. It's it's a, it's a Tuesday afternoon game. Really? Yeah. How about that? I think he gets there before then. Uh, so do well, I. Well, yeah. I hope he does it at home. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, 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 yeah, that would be terrible not to, not to do it in front of your home fans. But it is what it is. You know, right now they're they're out trying to win games. And do they? Ha- I mean, I haven't looked. How many games back of Houston are they in? In you know, in uh, winning the. Um, Best record in, in the American League in, in home field all the way and all that good stuff. It's 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 still f- relatively close, isn't it? But, um, but the Astros are, are are ahead of everybody. That yeah they they've clinched. I, I, but they've clinched home field ahead of New York. Mm, let's see, New York I, is I, eighty nine and fifty eight. So. And I think Houston's got, what, 92, 93 wins? 98. 98, thank you very much. Ooh, so they're nine games up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can happen, but it's not going to happen. No. So Houston will get home field. How about that? All right. Uh, 7-13, uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line. Boy, we're, uh, you, you did it again, Ward. You got everybody's feathers ruffled. Cooper Rush winning the NFC Player of the Week. Have the Giants been replaced by a high school team? Because that is the only way that happens. See, you you say stuff off the cuff, and it creates issues. (laughs) Yeah, that's all me. With that, we say at 713, uh, <laughs> hey, there, we we talk more football with you next. Sounds like that hurts your feelings. No, I mean, you can only hope. You have hope. It's zero to zero Monday mm. night. Then they kick the game off, and you know you hope Cooper Rush plays like he did on uh, on Sunday, and we'll go from there. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, the Rangers—they're not going to win the West. We've established that. Well, they, they they took one on the chin last night, five to two. But how cool is this? The 2-1. This is grounded to third. Up with it, Young. He steps on third for one. To second for two. To first. Triple play. Forget the two ball. King goes with the three ball. And Stassi could not have hit that into a better spot as Young charged the ball. Picked it up maybe just a step or two from third. And starts the 5-4-3 twin killing. It's a triple killing. What am I saying? How about that? Second triple play this year, by the way, for the Rangers. Hmm. They are a defensive juggernaut. Oh. <laughs> they're one of 11 teams already eliminated. <sighs> yeah, they're out. <laughs> but you know what? There's always next year. <laughs> well, I, here's what I – why do people get on the Rangers and give the Cowboys a pass? Um, they do a lot of times. Well, they do because the Cowboys have been there, done that. And the internal flame of hope has always been with the Cowboys (laughs) and it's never been with the Rangers. Oh, that's a great way to describe it. I've never quite heard it described that way. Internal flame of hope. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burns bright within the cowboy fan base. It does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to go. 7-15. We're going to talk some football with you next here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Because I would need to come by at about 6 or 6.15 a.m. to pick up breakfast tacos. Now, given the fact that I am zero help to Lark and Tom, really in any (laughs) way, like I think what they'd really appreciate, even more than me being on time, because I think they'd be fine if I was running late or something, if I came bearing gifts. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield from Game Time, the morning show on ESPN Central Texas. Join me and the entire crew as we broadcast live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, Monday, September the 26th from 4 until 6 p.m. We'll be there to get you ready for Monday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys, and the New York Giants. So come join us Monday, September the 26th for Monday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants on ESPN Central Texas. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. Game Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, 720, welcome back into the program. You're getting out and about. Drive safely. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And you can jump in if you like on the CNC Collision Center text line 254 662 1660. 254 662 1660 are the CNC Collision Center text line phone number. And you can let us know what's going on in your world sports wise. We'd uh, love to hear from you. All right. I, we've talked a little bit about this, but I, I wanted to dive in. Number one, why do you fire the coach in the middle of the season? I I have no idea. I guess. You can start that search anytime you want to. Yeah. It, it ain't about that search. I don't think it is either. I guess you're just trying to send a message. I, I really don't know what the message is. Um, Maybe you're trying to salvage any. Now, I can understand it if a team is just completely lost. And there's you know, no direction, no direction, yeah. and it just it it's completely fell off the rails, and there's no discipline or anything else. Okay, fine, uh, but I don't think it, there's any any real advantage to it in my mind. Again, you're not going to replace him with anybody that's of any caliber until the season's over, because you're probably going after. You know, a an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator that's making some waves and is supposed to be the next guy up, or you know, in some cases, somebody else that's been fired, that's been recycled. So, I I don't know what the true advantage of it is, or another head coach that your position gives them quote elevation. This job is better than the job you have. Come on, make that make that uh, natural transition. Well, so, yeah, I mean, well, that's it, a possibility too. But they're not going to move until the season's exactly. over. Exactly. And, and so here, in in because the Bears and I, I bring this up because Baylor's playing Iowa State this week. It, 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 there's nine million reports about who the candidates are. Well, the one name, or the, actually, there's two names that are on just about every list that's out there. And that's Iowa State's Matt Campbell and Kansas's Lance Leifold. Now, there's a, there's another one that's that's on sportsillustrated.com today uh, that has Bill O'Brien, the offensive coordinator, 
of Alabama on this list. But, Ward, from, from Iowa State's perspective, you know, look, if we're talking about it, don't you know their media is talking about it? Don't you know that it's in that locker room? He could say all he wants to, hey, guys, I'm your coach, don't worry about it, try to insulate him. But that's got to be a piece of this thing, doesn't it? Don't they have to be thinking about this to some degree? I would hope not. I don't. I mean, that's part of that outside noise that you don't want your team to to get involved in. And I think for Iowa State, it's probably easier than maybe somebody else because every time a coaching job comes open, that's a great point. Matt Campbell's name is thrown in the hat, and he doesn't go anywhere, and he doesn't go anywhere. But so I don't. I don't think that there's any distractional opportunities in this case. For Iowa State and and Matt Campbell, so you think going it's throughout the year. You think it's all oh, here we go again? Yeah, yeah, guys. We you know we've done this a million times. Let's been there, done. That. I don't know. I and I look. Who knows? But I know this. If we're talking about it, they're talking about. Well, it. Well, yeah, I'm meaning, but you, you you ignore that stuff. If you're, and that's if easy, you're, but if to you're, me, that's easier said than done. Well, not to me. If you're a good football team, you, you just you, you know what's going on in that locker room. You know what's going on on a daily basis in, in the meeting rooms. You know what's going on on the practice field. Good football teams can close out the outside noise. Real good ones can't. So, so you say and, there's a lot of noise in the Kansas locker room then with Lance Leipold's name oh, being I, tossed around? Yeah, there's so much noise in the Kansas, you know, because it, it's, it's Kansas. And it's a that's a different animal. And – I for Kansas right now, I think you just sit back and you go, well, anything we make on top of this is gravy because nobody expected us to be where we are right now. I but it, doesn't he got the t- doesn't he have the team believing that they're a good football team? Whether we believe it or not, doesn't he have the? Yeah, sure. I, I don't think there's any way on earth they go to Houston and win a football game if they don't believe that they're capable of winning that football game. They had, I mean, they didn't go in there just going, oh, I hope everything falls in our, our way. I think they went in there going, you know what? We're going to kick their tail and win the game. I, I think they've changed, changed their attitude and the way they approach the game. There's no doubt or they wouldn't be able to play like they've played so far early in the season. Now, we'll see how it, how it continues. I mean, can he keep that up? Right. Or will it unravel as he gets into Big 12 play? One more non-con for those guys. They got Duke coming in, mm-hmm. uh, and they got a home game. I'm, I, you know I, what I'm going to be curious to see? I think they can beat Duke. Well, yeah, I do too. I, I'm going to be curious to see Saturday, is, are the people of the, the great state of Kansas, are they, are they believing, are they going to actually come to the games? Because I'm telling you, there have been times where that place looks kind of looked like a UCLA game. Well, they've got on the radio before at halftime and said, "Hey, come on out. Come on out. We got a chance to win this mm-hmm. thing and we're not going to charge you anything." Right? Saw that. How I, bad is that? Yeah. It was a, you know, they had that at, on uh it was a television game that, that they did that as well, but uh you know, are they going to what's what's their attendance going to be like? What's the the fine folks of Lawrence are they going to turn out and be a part of this thing? Who knows? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, but he's got the guys in that locker room believing. Yeah, he he does. What a job he's done! A heck of a job. I just, I don't know what I'm. I'm like you. I, I would love to see the place full for those kids, but again, it's a different shape, bas- uh, different shape ball than what they 
No, I get it. Normally have with that basketball. Yeah, I mean, you know, look how rabid they are for their basketball team. They're hanging from oh. the rafters in that thing. Yeah, absolutely. They hang from the rafters wherever they go. Yeah. I've been to a TCU game against Kansas, and it's been full of Kansas fans. <laughs> they love their Jayhawks, don't they? They do. All right. Uh, so you say don't worry about, for if you're an Iowa State fan, don't worry about the noise of your guy being oh, mentioned as a candidate. The, the fans can. I'm talking but about the, the players. The locker, the locker room. Locker room game. You think he's a viable candidate? No. That's a guess. I mean, I, I think he has to look at it. I mean, is Nebraska a better job than Iowa State? For sure it is. Yeah, absolutely it is. I think he has to look at it, doesn't he? But the yeah. grass, and he has figured out I, the grass I ain't just, always greener. I, I don't see him going. I just don't. And I, and that that there's probably, for Matt Campbell, because he's he has passed on so many things, in my mind, and I don't know, but in my mind, there's probably two or three jobs that he has circled in his little book that nobody sees, mm-hmm. that if those are available, yes. He'll listen. I'm going. I'm, yeah. I'm listening, and, and I'm going to pursue that. Question is, is that one of them? Yeah, I don't know if that's one of them. That's my next, Yeah. you know, Nebraska may have been one of them. Could I, be. I don't know. But I, you know, again. You, you want to talk about a program rich in history and, and tradition and sure. all that stuff, and now they've been on hard times for a while, ever since they left the Big 12, really. Well, ever since Tom Osborne walked out the door. That's a good point. But the transition out of this league, and I think it changed their recruiting footprint, it's changed their results too. Because I'm, you know, I'm a believer, and I know we're up against the clock. I'm a believer Scott Frost is a good football coach. You don't, you don't get amnesia between Florida, where he won football games, and Nebraska, where he lost football games. So what was the problem? I, I think the problem probably was caliber of player. Well, and you didn't recruit well. That and the the caliber of competition went up. Went up. It did, no doubt. All right, seven twenty nine. We are uh, up against the clock here. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming right back with more. We'll look ahead at the uh, Baylor Iowa State game, but first, let's get the latest news and notes on the Dallas Cowboys. It's our Cowboy Report for Wednesday morning. It is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out at richardcarr.com. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The big tackle made in Sunday's win by Trayvon Diggs came under unusual circumstances. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn explains right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. 
The Cowboys offense was able to drive down and set up the game-winning field goal in Sunday's win over the Bengals because of a hard-hitting crucial tackle made by Trayvon Diggs, which according to defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, was more impressive considering what happened on the sideline. Diggs on a big tackle, and what you probably don't know is on that third down play, the headsets went off. So we were not able to call in, you know, a play like you normally would. So to add to it, like the extra chaos of that, which was awesome. And so you got a chance to, you know, signal it in, get a call. And I thought uh, Diggs made a big tackle, you know, at the end of the game, but that added a little bit of uh, extra to make it uh, a little more fun. The Cowboys have an extra day of practice this week to install the game plan because they don't kick off at the Giants until Monday night. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com slash steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. Game time. Weekday 7 to 9 is your first word in local sports. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House lender. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The NFL has suspended Bills offensive lineman Bobby Hart for one game after he took a swing at a Titan player following Monday night's game but instead hit a Tennessee coach. The league did not identify the coach. The Astros used six pitchers to shut out Tampa Bay 5-0. Houston goes for that series sweep this afternoon in Tampa. The Angels scored three runs off a of reliever Dennis Santana to beat the Rangers 5-3. Game two of that series tonight in Arlington, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Base-stealing legend Mari Wills has passed away at the age of 89. He was the first major leaguer to steal over 100 bases in a season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. 
It is 7.35. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. By the way, if you missed anything or you want to catch something again, you can certainly do that at SyntexSportsFan.com. SyntexSportsFan.com. That's, uh, we'll, have the, uh, we'll have the show up as a podcast probably five, ten minutes after the uh, the program concludes. So uh, we'll get that done for you. From By the way, from our CNC Collision Center text line, uh, I like this one from the 903. The, uh, the Cowboys are an internal flame of hope. It's just too bad Jerry Jones has the fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> as Ward nods his head. Uh, yes. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, 7.36. Hey, uh, Saturday, 11 a.m. kick, 9 o'clock broadcast time. It's the Bears and the Cyclones of Iowa State. Uh, Cyclones 3-0. Baylor at 2-1. and Their lone loss came on the road at BYU in a pretty hostile environment. Well, uh, they're headed to Ames. 61,000-plus will be in attendance. And it will be the same type of environment, I would think, that typically is. That's a great home field for for the uh, Cyclones. And uh, Connor Galvin meeting with the media yesterday talked about playing on the road and in that environment. It's one of those things where you have to like really like address like address the issues that happened two weeks ago, learn from it, fix it, and apply it to this week, and know like. We know it's going to be loud. We know it's going to be rowdy. We know it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be down to the last play. You know, that's just how Iowa State is. A lot of respect for them. So it's just how we practice versus how they practice. What is the biggest issue? I would think snap count uh, when it comes to the noise on the road in, in, a, in a big stadium like that that's full of a lot of folks that are not wearing green. Um, I I think it's more focused than anything else uh snap count with everybody going with claps now and you you teach your your offense to kind of use your peripheral vision to watch the football now just like you do defense because of loud crowds and and things like that so i it it certainly will affect there'll be some some offsides and illegal procedures because of the crowd i think that induces some of that but I think the biggest thing is just focus and, and make sure that, you know, you don't let the the elements dictate how you play the game. Again, we, we talked about this yesterday, but one of the things that he, he, he talked about was playing green, playing fast, and he being Dave Aranda. Uh, you know, and the discussion was about, you know, the expectations – that are put on the football team from the success a year ago and the expectations that were put on the team this year with the top 10 ranking to begin the year and all that stuff. You know, his, his, his point was embrace it and just be loose and go play. Just go play the game. And I think that's the same. They got to take that same mentality when, when they go into Ames when it, when it comes to playing on the road. It's just be loose, relax, and just go play the game. And, you know, it's still – and I know it's it's loud and all that stuff, but it's still at the end of the day, it's still eleven on eleven, and you got to figure out how to way to to play your opponent, not your opponent and the fans. There's no doubt. You, you I mean, you've just got to find some way to shut it out, right? Yeah, and, and and hopefully they can get that done. And again, we've talked about it a million times. Look, they were at BYU. They're at Iowa State. 
Uh, they're on a Thursday night at West Virginia, at Texas Tech, at Oklahoma, at Texas. They've got some road trips where it is they're, – they're not going to be – you know, they're not – they'll be welcomed when they arrive, but they're not going to be welcomed when they when they kick that ball off. And so you got to figure out how to make it you – against your opponent and not you against your opponent and the fans. Well, the the only way you can do that is take them out of the game early. You just get you know, them quiet. Yeah, <laughs> get them quiet. Take yeah. them out of the game. So, in to do that, as he points out, don't play yellow, don't play tentative. Cut it loose. Just go play. And I think that's the one thing that they have not accomplished this year. Now, I think they even in the first half last week against Texas State uh, that was not clean and crisp in, in the way you, you wanted it. I mean, it just – I know they were up 21-7, to 7, but that was not the way you wanted it to look and, and feel. Now, in the second half, much different. I think in the second half, they came out, they established what they wanted to do, and quite honestly imposed their will on Texas State and went and got it done. It was mm-hmm. it, To me, it was too – it looked very, very different in the second half of the Texas State game as opposed to the first half of the Texas State game. And hopefully they take that same piece and go into Ames on Saturday morning. And, you know, the other thing, this is an 11 a.m. kick. Those aren't easy on the road. You don't think? Everybody loves the 11 o'clock start because the fans aren't as – as uh, well, I prepared. I I get that. (laughs) I get that as for the fans, but as far as – as a team and getting things done sometimes those work for you because you don't have time to think about it but other times and you're not sitting around the hotel all the day and and other times it it's it's not good for a team just because they just some teams have a hard time getting their motor running there that early yeah i mean they are young people and you know but you know it's not just lay around the hotel till 9 15 at night or whatever like it was against BYU. I guarantee I'd rather play at 11 a.m. than 9.15. Whew. So, we'll see. Uh, again, the broadcast begins right here on ESPN at 9 a.m. And uh, John, J.J., and Ricky will have the kick and all the play-by-play just after 11 o'clock. All right, uh, 7.42. We are 18 away from 8. Drive safely as you make your way home. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk more Big 12 football. We'll do that with Josh Neighbors. From the podcast Locked on Big Twelve, that's what we got coming up for you in just a few minutes. But you know, we're gonna we've I think we've talked about this before, but I wanted to mention it again. I think it's pretty much official. Bedlam, which is you know a a cool series between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, because Oklahoma has taken the money and ran, so to speak. That thing's going to end, and what a shame! What a shame! We'll talk about it next. Here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. So here comes third and five. Only heard here. Inside the 10. Brady and the gun third down. Snap back. All season. Looking around. Flushed out. Parsons has second. Parsons again. Monday night. It's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from MetLife Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys, Giants, Monday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. The wait is over. Richard Carr GMC has the trucks. 
2022 GMC Sierras have hit the lot and they're waiting for you. Sierra trucks offer best-in-class towing, strong steel beds, multi-pro tailgates, and advanced features that make driving a Sierra second to none. Trucks are waiting for you to test drive now. So call now, log in now, or get here now and drive your next truck today at Richard Car. Richard Car, they have the truck for you. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Hey, sports fans, Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room is the best place in Waco to watch all the sports action. Old Chicago offers a world of discovery with our scratch-made pizzas and tossed wings and our 110 local and legendary craft beers from down the street and around the world. Stop in to enjoy your game day and catch your favorite team and game on our TVs. Whether dine-in, curbside, or delivery, get game day ready at your your neighborhood Old Chicago. Old Chicago, where pizza and beer are best friends. Visit Old Chicago Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
The NFL has suspended Bills offensive lineman Bobby Hart for one game after he took a swing at a Titan player following Monday night's game, but instead hit a Tennessee coach. The league did not identify the coach. The Astros used six pitchers to shut out Tampa Bay 5-0. Houston goes for that series sweep this afternoon in Tampa. The Angels scored three runs off a of reliever Dennis Santana to beat the Rangers 5-3. Game two of that series tonight in Arlington, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Base-stealing legend Mari Wills has passed away at the age of 89. He was the first major leaguer to steal over 100 bases in a season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. It's 748. Drive safely as you make your way to work this morning or to school. And uh, be especially careful in and around our school zones. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Let's continue talking some college football. And by the way, if you want to jump in and give us an opinion on the CNC Collision Center text line, we'd love to hear from you this morning. 254-662-1660. Don't do it while you're driving. Maybe get uh, maybe get to where you're going and 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 hit us up on the text line, 254-662-1660. Our good friend Shehan Jayaraja, who was on the program yesterday, has an article on CBSSports.com about Bedlam. And Bedlam, of course, is the uh, annual game played between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I don't care if it's checkers or if it's football, baseball, whatever. It's Bedlam. That's what they call it. And Bedlam in football has been around for 112 consecutive seasons. 112 consecutive seasons, uh, you know, going all the way back to uh, a 12-0 victory by the Sooners over the then-Oklahoma A&M in 1910. And I think it's the longest-running consecutive series in college football, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, with the Sooners making the transition out of the Big 12 into the SEC. They're saying this game can't be played. They're saying it just – logistically they can't get it done ward and i'm like yes you can yes you can it may take some doing and it may take you know uh buying your way out of a contract or whatever the case may be but yes you can why can't they well they don't want to Uh, bingo (laughs) yeah for whatever reason one or both of them don't want to play the game. Well, and in Oklahoma State's athletic director just said we don't have any openings to play them, and you know Joe Castellone from Oklahoma has said, you know, well, you know, we just don't we don't have any room on our schedule either. So, you know, we've got to quit beating around the bush, call it the way it is. I mean, it's. You know, Mike Gundy said yesterday, this is nothing but being childish, and he's tired of talking about it. You know what? I don't I don't disagree with him. You know I don't either. But Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have kind of been attached at the hip ever since Oklahoma State joined the Big Eight, and I think that goes back to the early sixties. I mean, and now they're not going to be joined. Uh they're going to be separated with uh, the Cowboys remaining in the Big Twelve and the Sooners moving over to the SCC, but don't tell me logistically you can't make it happen. Well, they they don't want to. Again, Mike Gundy quoted yesterday saying Bedlam is history, and we all know that. 
and we've all known it because OU chose to follow Texas and the money to the SEC. It's okay. So for now, uh, I've I've had said that it's a childish discussion, in my opinion, over something that is done, and I'd like to make that the last statement I have because I have no hard feelings on this. He's tired of talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Now, the OU uh, AD said Oklahoma State has shown no interest to schedule any future games in football. So he's pointing the finger right back at them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's ridiculous. Uh, I think the governor ought to step in and make them play. It's a big deal in that state. Well, heck, it's a big deal in college football. That's And I don't care what their records are. It's a big deal. So, anyway, that's... Uh, that's a shame that that that's the direction. No, they're the, not going to play. The, no, they're not. I, I, I'm with you. I don't there's think there's no fixing this. I don't think there's any going back on. <clears throat> excuse me on this deal. So, and it's it's unfortunate, but I, I don't want to hear we can't make it work. Well, I mean, if you can't have Texas and Texas A and M on Thanksgiving night, good point. I really don't care about Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. That's a great point. That game. It, it you know now the question <laughs> raises its head when when the Longhorns move into the SEC the SEC is a fool if they don't put that on Thanksgiving night is that your Thanksgiving weekend football game do you put the Aggies and the Horns back on Thanksgiving night or if you don't, Friday at eleven a.m. whoever's putting the schedule together needs to be taken out back and just whipped <laughs> I agree I I think that was always such a fun fun game. You know, back in the day, you'd watch the Cowboys mm-hmm. get their their annual win. I mean, you know, that's back that's when it's been a while. The, the, well, shoot, is, has it ever been a while since the Cowboys won on Thanksgiving? But they just, you know, they don't. But that used to just be an automatic. And then you would play. Then you'd watch the Texas Texas A and M game, and have your leftovers in your pie, and right? And you didn't have a dog in the hunt because you didn't care who won, and you just sat back and watched the game. It was fun. Not no more. So, do you put that game back on the Thanksgiving night, or do you put it on Thanksgiving weekend, or is it some game in, in October? No, I mean, you, you know, you've got to put it on Thanksgiving night. Yeah. It has to be at night, Thanksgiving. The other question is, and, and I know we're up against the clock, but the other question is, what about the Red River Shootout? It, it's now a conference game in the SEC. That's going nowhere. They've got a. They've got a. They just renewed the schedule with the cotton bowl and i i forgot the date but it it goes it extended out a ways so. but is it still during the state fair in october yes, absolutely. okay great so the sec at, was smart at, enough to leave that game at alone the cotton bowl yeah okay good deal all right 754 this is i just i wanted to toss that out there i was reading shahan this morning and and i saw that and i'm just like yeah well, what a shame what a shame and it is 750 th- th- those those great rivalries because we talked about it during the summer the pageantry of college football is what makes it different than the NFL, in my opinion. You know, in you're losing some of that when you lose those rivalry games and uh, those those special games. And unfortunately, money has dictated that this game's going away. Seven fifty four, six away from eight. John Morris is here, and he's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's number check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. 
Coming up, Baylor Volleyball begins Big 12 Conference play tonight at the Farrell Center hosting TCU with a familiar face on the TCU bench. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Looking for an SUV designed for every adventure? We've got exactly what you need at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stop in today to get your new 2022 Wagoneer. Say big on Series 2 and 3 and get the low APR of 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, you receive $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Plus, first responders receive an extra $500 off. Drive away in the original American premium SUV from Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor athletics go gold with baylor athletics and be the gold factor across each of the conference home openers this season fans are encouraged to help create a statement and wear exclusive go gold apparel from the baylor bookstore make a visual impact get your gold today current dates include volleyball versus tcu on september 21st soccer versus oklahoma on september 23rd and football versus oklahoma state on october 1st tickets are available on baylorbears.com tickets go gold and sikkim bears now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball, 10-2 and two on the season, ranked number 14 in the nation. Opening Big 12 Conference play tonight in the Farrell Center in a goal-gold matchup against the TCU Horn Frogs. TCU comes in 5-6. and six under new head coach Jason Williams, who you'll remember was an assistant to Ryan McGuire for the past seven seasons. Here is Baylor coach Ryan McGuire on his former assistant, now TCU head coach Jason Williams. It's exciting for me. Uh, phenomenal coach. He's a big reason why we we're successful. Uh, he's also a friend. Just consider him a friend. So I, I think... Uh, you know, for me, we say all-time volleyball is just a small part of the big picture. So it's one of those things where we want to do well. We want to represent Baylor well, but uh, I'm still rooting for him, rooting for Callie. You know, she was a Baylor bear there too. So uh, I, I hope TCU plays the best volleyball they've, they've ever played against us, and it challenges us and it makes us better and uh, want nothing but success for him. You know, been in those shoes, and yeah, I, I hope we beat Jason both times and he wins all the rest all year. But uh, either way, I am, I'm, I'm rooting for his success. Coach McGuire and the Bears hosting the TCU Horn Frogs to open Big 12 Conference play tonight in the Farrell Center. 7 p.m. match time tonight, the broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. It is also a goal-gold matchup for the Bears, this being their first conference home match of the year. 7 o'clock tonight for Baylor and TCU Big 12 Volleyball in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. 
Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Info and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim-up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit CampInfo.com. That's CampFIMFO.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. Just after 8 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuel Studios. Tom, Ward, and Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and we welcome into the program from the Locked on Big 12 podcast, Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. How you doing, man? It's Wednesday, and we're getting closer and closer to kickoff. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm actually preparing myself right now for the drive to Blacksburg. I'm going to be going to see the, the Hokies and the Mountaineers get together at Wayne Stadium for the first time in a long time, so I'm fired up. Well, let's start there then. Uh, Neil Brown, is he on the hot seat? I mean, he got the vote of confidence, which is always scary. Yeah, he never won the vote of confidence from the AD. I guess the one thing that really is helpful for him is the buyout. The buyout's going to make that a really challenging uh, ask for West Virginia to find, you know, find that money to get rid of him. I think it's a bad situation because if it keeps heading this direction, you're stuck with a lame duck coach. You're going to have to pay him or, or you're trying to find the money to pay him, which is a really difficult thing to do. So West Virginia has got a couple, I mean, I guess the, the best thing possible for them is they turn it around. I actually think this is a good opportunity to do so. They had a nice win last week and had Towson's not very good, but if you go on the road and get a win, the rivalry game, I, I'm not sure how good tech is this year. Uh, they didn't look great against Wofford last week, but this could turn your season around. This really could, you know, you're two and two kind of a fresh start. You're coming off a really nice win if you do win this game. So I think Neil Brown's got an opportunity to turn this thing around. It's going to start, though, on Thursday night in Blacksburg. Is this the most intriguing iron skillet game we've had in a while? 
Yeah, it has to be, right? I mean, you get Sonny Dykes, Sonny Dykes going from point A to point B, and uh, there's not much space in between point A and point B, uh, and they're playing each other this week. So, yeah, it's exciting when you get a game like this. You know, I think to me, there's it's a pretty – obviously the narrative is there too, but I think it's a pretty interesting matchup because TCU has had the time off. They had a week, and I think everybody's really wondering, okay, who is going to be the quarterback that's going to be taking snaps? Now, I think we believe it's going to be Max Duggan. Obviously, Jackson's played some too, and we're trying to hear about Chandler Morris. So, and he said, you know, look, look, we'll evaluate him in the bye week, uh, and the bye week's over now. So, I think there's a lot kind of riding this game for TCU just to get off to the right start. And obviously, SMU put up a pretty good fight last week against um, against Maryland. And Rhett Lashley's, you know, used to coach with Sonny Dykes as well as SMU. So there's all kinds of different narratives in this game. I think the matchup's pretty interesting. I think we're expecting some points, and that's usually the order of the day when these two teams meet. Josh, uh, what what's more surprising, the uh, one and two start of the Houston Cougars or the undefeated start of the Kansas Jayhawks? Yeah, I think I think you have to go with Kansas, but I, I would say like the one and two start for Houston is really surprising. Yes, the schedule actually ends up being pretty difficult now. I mean, uh, you think about trips to San Antonio and also a trip, uh, you know, against Texas Tech on the road. Those are tougher games, and then you you go back home and you're in a hailstorm, and there's rain and there's hail, there's weather delays. So like, you know, the fan appetite's not at an all time high with the way you started off. And then also you throw in the elements as well. I kind of feel bad for them, but the performances have just not been there. So it's been a disappointing start for Houston, no doubt, but how do you, I mean, how do you not love what's happening with, with Kansas? Look, that's coming from me, who is a Missouri tiger, uh, Mizzou alum. I mean, I cannot get enough of Kansas football to me. It's must watch television every single week. It's because of how good that offense is. And, I'll tell you what, guys, I think the one thing that makes them pretty special, obviously Jalen Daniels is really good, but I think it's because they'll, their offense, they'll run really on most down and distances. Like they have the threat to run on third and seven, third and eight, third and nine. They're not afraid to run either, you know, an RPO concept or they'll run some option. Right. And I think also something too was listening to part of the broadcast today. They'll run inside zone, they'll run outside zone, they'll run counter, they'll run power, they'll run sweeps. I mean, they'll run option. They'll run everything. They'll throw the entire kitchen sink in the run game at you, and they'll do it really on any down and distance. So I don't think we should be surprised that Lance Leipold is doing a good job, but yet again, it is Kansas. And so I think um, – and this is not one of those deals where I think KU is going to be too full of themselves. Uh, I, I think they hear that, but Lance Leipold is a great organizer and really does a good job keeping the car on the track. So – I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm excited to watch Kansas Duke football this week. <laughs> Red Raiders have sold out the Jones and hosting the Longhorns. Can they slow down that momentum that the Horns got in the second half last week? Yeah, it's, this was an interesting game. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys heard about the quote-unquote DeMarvian overshown arrest that happened earlier this week. I know there's some discussion about, uh, you know, where that fits in this rivalry, but I think obviously Joey McGuire's had a massive impact and we know everybody's excited. And look, I don't think that loss to NC state should slow down their momentum at all. That's just me. 
Um, it, it does, I guess, in some senses, but, you know, the defense has been a lot better than I thought. And Donovan Smith wasn't the chosen starter. And we, we've seen why. He's made some mistakes the last couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, they're going to have to play as well as they have been on defense. And, and look, they made NC State work for that game. They really had to work for it to, to kind of pull away from them. So, yeah, I think there's a good chance. But as long as, as, long as Ewers is out, I think, and we're not sure how healthy, uh, how healthy Hudson Card is, I think their strategy is to give the ball to B. John Robinson. And it worked last week. I mean, what a game he had. And give the ball to Roshan Johnson. So uh, I think their offense working at peak efficiency is not when they're just handing off the ball like that. But so, those two guys are so good that it'll give them a chance to win if they just want to run the football. And I think that's a challenge this week is, you know, Hudson Card, can I throw the ball enough? They, they really haven't gotten Xavier Worthy got involved this year too, which is something I, I want to see them do. But um, I think Texas Tech's defense is really strong so far this year, and I expect them to make Texas work really hard in that game. It's just a question of can Texas's guys up front on defense put some pressure on Donovan Smith and force him to make the mistakes that we've seen him make the last two weeks. Talking with Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. Josh, will Nebraska hire a coach from the Big 12 Conference? If they were smart, they would. Uh, I think that is that is my my opinion. The two guys, well, the first guy I would target for them. I know everybody's talking about Lance Leipold. Matt Campbell should be number one, just because in terms of like Ames is not Lincoln, but it is in terms of okay, what's around you? What kind of players can you get? Where are you going to get your talent? And then development. Which program is all about development? Well, they are. Ne- Nebraska has a couple disadvantages. Because they're really far, like, think about the states that border Nebraska. There really aren't any prime football states in the places that border Nebraska. And now everybody's on TV. Their, their advantage of being on TV all the time, which they used to have, is gone. So what it will take is a strong effort from the folks there to get their NIL up and running up to snuff. And then they're going to need a guy who is a talent developer. And I think Matt Campbell is the right kind of guy. And also I would say this, too, is that, if their expectations eight and four, nine and three, ten and two, like you got to walk before you can run. I think some of the, the reservations are well, we don't know how good Lance Leipold or Matt Campbell can be. Yeah, but you got to get to six, seven wins first before we can talk about eight or nine. And I think the one thing that all of us in the Big 12 feel pretty comfortable about is Matt Campbell and Lance Leipold are going to get your program to a point where it's, it is sustainable, it is fine, it is good to go. So, like, yeah, can I guarantee that, that Matt Campbell will win nine, ten games at Nebraska? No. But, I mean, I think we all feel pretty confident saying he'll get you to six. And that's not something they've been saying in Lincoln for a while. I think we feel about Lance Leipold. He'll get that, you know, he's so good. Uh, we're seeing this now. We saw it at Buffalo. He's so good at adapting teams schematically to what their strengths are. Uh, and I think that's something that we've seen, you know, spades of right now. So I think those guys will be good at getting you six, seven wins, and then we'll see if they can push you to eight, push you to nine. But you, once again, you got to walk before you can run. And I think those those coaches would definitely get Nebraska back on its feet at least. We're talking about Lance Leipold and, and Matt Campbell being uh, on the on the candidate list, if you will, for the Nebraska job. If we're talking about it, don't you know they're talking about it in Lawrence and in Ames? Baylor goes to Ames to take on Iowa State this week. Is that a distraction in, in in Ames, Iowa, with with Matt Campbell's name again being on a on a list? What's well, the key there? You mentioned it again, and so I think they're used to it at this point. 
I, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm misquoting here. I think Dennis Dodd might have had the article yesterday about their wish list. I, I'm not sure if I'm getting that correct. I saw an article about their wish list. Leipold and, and Campbell are on there. But they've been doing this. I mean, at Ames, Jamie Pollard and company, they've been living with this reality for a long time. And it's not just been the guys who play on Saturday. I mean, you know, he's had overtures from multiple NFL teams as well as I, you know, as, as from what we're led to understand with the reporting, like they were out there offering. I think the Lions were a pretty decent offer. The joke was they got the other Campbell that was out there when they, they brought in Dan Campbell. They're so used to it. And Jamie Pollard's so used to it. I think the one thing Matt Campbell has is he's at car blanche there at Iowa state. That is his program. They do what he says. He gets to run the thing exactly how he wants to do it. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen in Nebraska, but they're so used to hearing the overtures and hearing the noise. And I think there is a reality that eventually, eventually Matt Campbell will go elsewhere, but he's not leaving the middle of the season. He's got, he's got a, what appears to be a pretty decent team this year. And I think they've got a great chance of pulling the upset or I guess ranking upset. They're favored now, I believe uh, pulling, you know, pulling that off this week and getting themselves to four and oh, so they're usually pretty good with pocketing that kind of distraction. I will say they had a lot going on last year, a lot of noise around the program. They did not reach the expectations that we thought they would. So there is a chance that they could get knocked off if they're not totally focused, but I think they are. I know it's Oklahoma and this sounds funny, but is Oklahoma a little bit ahead of where we thought they might be at this point in the season under new head coach and coaching staff and all the turnover that they've had? Yeah, I mean they're tackling like they, they can tackle now. It's unbelievable, right? We, I remember watching that that um, the two lane game last year. Like you go back and watch that, and just just think about how awful they were tackling. I mean, they were bad getting the football. They were bad at tackling together. They're bad at tackling individually, and they got punched in the mouth last week. There's coverage bust, I believe, in the back end. They kind of gave up that first touchdown. They they were rock solid after that. And they've got guys in that defense, and it, it feels like they've just been coached up so well this year. I mean, you're seeing the the Deshaun Whites and the Billy Bowmans playing really well. The Danny Stutzman's playing really well. Then you have the, the Kanak kid comes in last week after we get the targeting, and I mean the kid the kid gets ten tackles. So they're just really they're a really talented team, obviously, but they're being really well coached. Um, they are ahead of schedule. Like Jeff Levy's offense does, what Jeff Levy's offense does. I was not concerned, but. Dylan Gabriel was not like not really efficient last week. I think there's gonna be a bit more of that this week because I'll say whatever happened. Whatever you know, you want to say about Kansas State losing to Tulane, their defense looks awesome, and so he needs to be a bit more efficient this week. But that team to me is a bit ahead of where I thought they would be at this point. But not like not it's not a crazy amount. I mean, I think the thing is they should be seriously considered as one of the best five teams in the country, four or five teams in the country. And I'm not sure we thought that was going to happen this early on. I thought it would be a top 10 team, but I didn't think they were top five. And they're easily top five, in my opinion, right now. I wanted to talk about, and we just talked about it on our last segment, uh, Bedlam, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. We all know the significance of that football game. Uh, it, it's it's done. Up here, you know, Both sides have said that they just can't figure it out. Are you kidding me? You're telling me you can't figure out how to write a yeah. check to, to Arkansas Pine Bluff and get them off your schedule? I mean, why aren't they playing this game? Well, th- there are some hurt feelings, uh, and, and that goes with this. I mean, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma have been playing football against each other forever, and I-, I think this can get resolved for a couple reasons. 
Number one, the money. It, I think if you're the Big 12, if you're Brett Yormark, you need to sit down and you need to say, look, that's a big game. They put that game on TV every single time. I mean, think about last year, guys. What game was Saturday Night Football on Rivalry Week when there's a bunch of amazing matchups and ESPN's got the rights to all of them? It was Bedlam. Bedlam was a Saturday Night ABC game with a lot on the line. I mean, trips to the Big 12 title game were on the line. Trips to a potential playoff were on the line. And even if they go their separate ways, you're going to tell me Bedlam's not going to have meaning that last week of the season? It definitely would. So the the the... I'll say this though: If you're Oklahoma State, if you're Mike Gundy, and you haven't won that game that many times, I'm I'm not sure he's super upset it's off the schedule, <laughs> um, and I'm not sure I blame him if he wasn't super upset it's off the schedule. I mean, if you're talking about like path to a playoff, this is actually this benefits Oklahoma State. But if we're talking about the game itself, like you know the sport of college football, this is not good. I will say the one thing that we've seen Oklahoma's played Nebraska again. My Missouri Tigers are playing the Kansas Jayhawks again in both football and basketball. Note you on that. So this, this in my opinion, is not going to go away for a long time. I tweeted this yesterday. I, I kind of, I believe this to be true. I, I don't think you're going to see Bedlam go to the wayside for too long. There's too much money to be made. And also it's one of those things that you can work out. It's just a matter of, do these schools want to switch up their scheduling philosophy and play two power fives every single year? Because Oklahoma State's like, there is that something to the fact that they are scheduled out pretty far with the with the Power Five team. It's just a matter of like you said, Tom. Like, do you want to pay off the Pine Bluff to add OU to add Bedlam? Mm-hmm. Which I, I do. I do think there are some trade offs there. Like to be fair, th- that makes your schedule a whole lot harder. What do you uh, What do you got working uh, coming up on the on the podcast? Today we're going to have up later a full episode honoring basically the Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> uh, we're talking with, Derek, with with our man Derek. He is the host of Locked on Jayhawks, and we just talk about all things Kansas, how good Jalen Daniels has been, the defense, the offense, Lance Leipold's future, all that stuff. And then obviously we'll do some previewing of a big weekend in the Big 12 coming up later on this week. As always, Josh, man, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Yep, talk to you guys soon. All right, that's uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. Uh, check it out. It's a uh, it's a great podcast. It's uh, eight seventeen. There's more to come here on this Wednesday morning edition of Game Time, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car biz. The Riesel Coaches Show with Tyler Crow is brought to you by Kyle Dietrich and Kelly Realtors. Coach, coming off the bye week last week, as you get ready to open up district play tonight against Bruce Filetti, talk a little bit about some of the things you think you were able to get accomplished with your team last week? Well, you know, having the bye week before district is uh, is good to get a little healthy. Um, you know, we talked last week about working on fundamentals and that we were able to work on us a little bit. So hopefully uh, we can't really control what anybody else does. We can control us. So hopefully uh, we got a little bit better at working on us um, and we'll see some some of those things uh, show up on Friday night. Now, speaking of that, you take on Bruce Filetti tonight at home. Talk a little bit about this Bruce Filetti team on the offensive side of the ball, they're a spread team, but they're pretty balanced. Um, yes, they've got they've got one kid who's really dynamic, a little sophomore. Um, he's fast. Uh, he can score probably against anybody. Um, and they hand it to him and throw it to him. Um, and they've gotten better every week um, offensively. Um, their quarterback has kind of been nicked up a little bit, and um, I'm sure he'll be back this week. Um, and he he'll obviously um, help them um, be better than they've been since uh, since he'll be back. But um, 
they, they definitely have the opportunity uh, to go score um, pretty quickly. What about defensively? Uh, defensively, they're pretty aggressive. Uh, they're in an odd front, and um, you know they um, they'll send backers and play man, and um, they'll take chances um, kind of at times. And so, um, you know, uh, we we definitely have to make sure we've got our eyes up and we we know our assignments, um, or we'll turn somebody loose and they'll come running scot free, and we don't want that. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. At Morrison's Gifts, they get it. It's just too early to think about gifts for the holidays, and suddenly you realize they're here and you just don't have the money for the gifts they really deserve. That's why Morrison's offers layaway. Spread those payments out and be a hero at the holidays. Choose from John Hart and Cotuela bags, totes and purses, jelly cat plush animals, and over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items. That's Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills next to Jason's Deli. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Is $4 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head out to the Real Texas Gun Show at Harker Heights Event Center October 1st and 2nd. They have all types of firearms and all the ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. That's the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, October 1st, 9 to 5, and Sunday, October 2nd from 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. All right, 822. I was just asking the question. 
It's golf cars? I always thought it was carts. Cars. There is golf carts. Uh Uh-huh. But our buddy down the street is cars. You need to go check it out. I will. I want to see. Yeah. Mission golf cars. All right. Or maybe he can call us and tell us the difference. I'll give him a call. Maybe he's listening and will call us now. Come on, Greg, call in. All right, 662-1660. All right, what do you got for us this morning? Well, Well, you asked a lot of questions during the break, (laughs) by the way. My head's hurting. Well, I was curious. Okay, and I think we resolved all of your questions, all 73 of them. (laughs) What do you got for us this morning? Baseball. Ward is eagerly awaiting to look it up. So Japan has a baseball league like we do the MLB, right? Uh Uh-huh. So the MLB commissioner is taking some cues from the Japan Baseball League because he's thinking about in 2023 that the MLB will change their balls to green, fluorescent green. No, they're not. No, they're not. I think so. No, they're not. I read it on the internet. If it's and here's the why. Yeah. And, no, the Japan, and Japan's commissioner said that since they've been using the for the fluorescent green colored balls, uh-huh. that um it has improved fans from not getting hit by fly balls by ninety nine percent. No, it hasn't. <laughs> and that this and that one of their center fielders reported that since the new fluorescent balls were have been put to use, he has not lost one fly ball in the sun. Not happening. No. I would think though, if you had a fluorescent ball, the sun would like beam off of it. No, it wouldn't. It would like shine brighter and explode. Oh yeah, it's gonna get. Yeah. No, I just think it shine. Well, listen. Baseball does not shine. The balls are manufactured in Japan by Balls R Us. (laughs) I think it's kind of cool though, but you know, not happening. Why? We're efforting every Japanese website for baseball <laughs> to see if anybody's got a green baseball. I read they it. They do not. And they do not. They do I not read use it. green baseballs. Well, yeah, and I, again, if it's on the internet. It's got to be true. Yeah. I don't know, but they said they're having fantastic success Well, with I'm it. sure they are. And the fleet fans like it. They're not even using them. I read that they were. Okay. I think it'd be kind of cool. Do you though. have some factual evidence before you report that? Other than you read it on the internet? I read it. Uh, Why is Ryan over there just laughing? Because he's looking. I can't find a green baseball. (laughs) He's trying to help you out, and he can't find a green baseball. There's a Nippon Professional Baseball Organization on their homepage. Whose homepage? The leagues. Nippon Professional Baseball. That's the the Japanese Japanese Baseball League. And their official (laughs) baseball is, guess what color? White. There you go. Well, and somebody be lying on the internet. Well, there's a shocker. <laughs> I'm telling you. I thought it, they should like have. What was the What was the article? Where is it from? I'm Does not, it say? No. Neonbaseball.com. Hey, <laughs> yeah. but I've been like to like Academy, and I've seen different color balls before. So why wouldn't you try it? You sure, they weren't softballs. Now there it now softball does use a neon yellow ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they went, they went kicking and screaming to do that. Tom, are you trying to find it? No. I, I, I don't need <laughs> No, no I, I don't need to do that. I, I mean, just think it'd be cool. Change it up. Why has it got to be white? Let's change it green or pink. Pink? It could be short truce. Yeah, pink. Why not truce? Pink. Well, pink's my favorite color. 
But well, do it in so heat. all means. Let's everybody play with yes, a pink especially baseball. in October for breast cancer support. Show your sport. The football players do it. They wear pink in their uniforms. And, but, have their, a pink but their baseball. footballs are not pink. Maybe they should be. Oh, just try it for a month. No, <laughs> try it for a month. Anyways, that's all I got. You can buy a green baseball. Well, I'm sure See? you can. See, they're out there. It's probably a tool to help with hitting and recognizing the spin and things like that. Recognize breaking ball compared to fastball. Seeing a hologram better. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, hologram. Okay. Yeah. I still don't even know what that is. Somebody's going to have right. to show me. All right. Y'all have a good day. I All right. Thanks. <laughs> See you later. Did you sell anything yesterday? I sure did. Well, good for you. Okay. All right. 827. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, never mind. Uh, never mind. I don't even want to go there. 827, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Did you guys see? I, I know we were going to talk about uh, the Pac-12. We, we, Their commissioner basically said uh, that they're not going to talk about expansion until after they get their TV deal done and that UCLA should come back to the Pac-12. Because all of the money they're going to make going to the Big Ten is going to be spent in travel. Oh, can't, if that's going to be if that's the truth for UCLA, isn't it the truth for USC? <laughs> yeah. I mean, aren't they going to the same darn airport? I mean, probably. You yeah. know. Uh, and then he said that none of the teams that are still in the Pac-12, which is all but USC and UCLA, are going to make the move to the Big Twelve. So Big Ten, Big Twelve. No way, it's not happening. Is that just a guy reaching to try to send the message? Hey, we're 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 solid. We're 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 rocking along, and we're going to go find that TV deal, and we're gonna we're gonna protect this thing. But the reality is that their league's in trouble. I think their league is in trouble. Do you? I I'm not saying it's not going to survive, but I think it's in trouble. Maybe. I don't I mean there's so much movement right now that who knows how it's all going to shake out. Uh I don't I don't think any of those teams are I I hate to see the Big 12 just open their doors and let them all in because Why? I I just don't there's nobody over there that intrigues me other than two teams. And that would be Washington and Oregon. Mhm. Everybody else can stay over there. Don't need them. You don't want Arizona, Arizona State? No. Trash. You don't want Tucson and Phoenix? No. Trash. <laughs> the city of Tucson, as reported by Ward White, is trash. <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> you certainly did. Breaking news. <laughs> All right, 829. We'll talk some high school football. Greg Jacobs from the Crawford Pirates coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. And we welcome into the program from WFAA TV in Dallas, Joe Trahan. Joe, good morning. I'm going to take a page out of Jerry Jones' book. <laughs> give Cowboys fans a little hope right here. Give them a little hope, okay? They might have to go more basic, rely on the run game, get Zeke and Tony Pollard running the football. Don't try and get cute. Let's go back to the basics. And I'm curious to see what will happen. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The NFL has suspended Bills offensive lineman Bobby Hart for one game after he took a swing at a Titan player following Monday night's game, but instead hit a Tennessee coach. The league did not identify the coach. The Astros used six pitchers to shut out Tampa Bay 5-0. Houston goes for that series sweep this afternoon in Tampa. The Angels scored three runs off a reliever Dennis Santana to beat the Rangers 5-3. Game two of that series tonight in Arlington, and you can hear the game on Cool 1. 013 FM. Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton belted ninth inning homers to give the Yankees a 9-8 come from behind victory over the Pirates. A home run for Judge was his 60th this season and ties him with Babe Ruth for the second most in franchise history. Base-stealing legend Mari Wells has passed away at the age of 89. He was the first major leaguer to steal over 100 bases in a season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. All right, 833. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ron, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by the head coach of the Crawford Pirates, Coach Greg Jacobs. Coach, good morning. I know you're busy. We won't keep you long. Just wanted to touch base and get an update on those Crawford Pirates. Uh, you're off to a terrific start, particularly on the defensive side of the football. Talk about your defense having having played so well in these first few ball games. Well, you know, we've got uh, 13 seniors that uh, spend a lot of time playing uh, both sides of the ball, and our defense uh, has been playing well. Uh, we've got a lot of experience on that side, and uh, kids are really committed to play hard. They, uh, they really take a lot of pride in their defense and their defensive effort, and they've done a really good job working together, and I think it takes that team unity on defense 
to make sure they know what everybody's doing and everybody gets the job done. So we've done well so far. Coach, did you get accomplished what you needed to get accomplished in your non-district schedule? I think so. Uh, uh, you know, we had a big challenge in week two against Centerville, uh, a very potent, uh, strong, physical team. Uh, you know, that we looked forward to that opportunity to kind of gauge where we were at that point. Uh, Coach Hardy and I, myself, both had discussed that before the game and even after the game. You know, I thought uh, whichever way that game turned out was going to make both teams better because we'd learn a lot about ourselves. So that was a good uh, challenge for us. Uh, along with the other two games with uh, Goldthwaite and Revisor, all did a good job, I think, in uh, preparing us for a district run. You, you got district coming up, uh, starting with Rosebud Lot. If, if you had to, is there an area where you would like to see your team get a little better? Oh, I think uh, you always find some, you know, some weaknesses, and I think these first three games kind of exposed some things that we really needed to work on. And fortunately, last week during our open day. We spent a lot of time addressing those needs. Uh, you know, the big concern I have is uh, at the 2A level, you've got so many kids playing both ways. You've got to prepare uh, both uh, not just on offense and defense, but special teams as well. So we tried to shore up uh, those areas and try to continue to develop our depth uh, as much as we can. And uh, so I think that uh, that open week and that time we spent on ourselves really paid off. Coach, you get Rosebud Lott to start district play. How important is it for your offense to get off to a quick start on Friday night? Uh, I think it's uh, really important. You know, we uh, we uh, tend to, uh, you know, start slow, I think, uh, and really gauge ourselves on, you know, what we feel like we can do very well at that time. And so I think it's important for us to get off on a good note, on a good track, uh, try to establish ourselves. And, uh, you know, go from there. But, yeah, I think it's vitally important uh, for us to get a good start on offense. You talk about a slow start, but in two of the three games, you have scored in the 40. So you're you're very effective once you do get the offense rolling. Yeah, you know, uh, our last uh, non-district game against Rio Vista, we started out slow. We didn't we didn't play very well the first half. And I, with the experience that we have on the team, we went in at halftime. The kids realized, you know, we weren't playing well offensively. So they really refocused uh, at halftime, came out the second half, and really generated a lot a lot better, uh, executed much better, and, uh, you know, gave them a lot of confidence in the second half. Defense has thrown a couple of shutouts. You're averaging two points per ball game, one of the best in the states with the defense. How much pride does that defense take when they are able to get some three and outs and, and keep the other team off the scoreboard? Uh, that's that's their number one goal is to, you know, they don't want anybody to score on them. That's just their attitude. That's their philosophy. Uh, they feel confident in what they do, uh, you know, and if they get upset if you get into the red zone. <laughs> you know, they come down and play well. And, and fortunately, so far this year, they've really done a good job you know, keeping people out of the end zone. So, you know, they do take a lot of pride in their effort. And I was going to ask, it, as well as they're playing, there has to be some of that. There has to be that that intangible of you know what you're not going to do this against us yeah and, and for a majority of the kids that play on defense you know they have that mentality you know they're just uh they're very they're very stubborn uh, and and they take a lot of pride in, in their competitive spirit and uh you know they trust each other on defense and, and they play well together so you know not a knock on wood right now we're, we're playing well and hope to continue to do that 
Coach, man, I know you're busy. Uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for talking with us and getting us geared up and ready to go as district play begins with uh, Rosebud Lott, and we wish, you, uh, we wish you all the best. All right. Thanks for having me. I talk, appreciate it. Talk to you soon, Greg. That is uh, Greg Jacobs, the uh, head football coach of the Crawford Pirates. And, boy, I mean, that, every year it seems like that's a, a really good football team. But w- when you just look at them statistically, Ward, this is a really special group. No, this is a special group. You don't you don't give up two points a ball game through three games yeah. and and not be something something brewing there. So uh, watch out for the Pirates. I was just thinking about it. Uh, how many teams we have in Central Texas again this year that have the opportunity and a realistic opportunity to make a deep run and get to AT and T? I mean. I can tell you four right off the bat. I think there's four or five maybe that have have a legitimate shot. Now things are going to have to fall right for them. Well, yeah. As they always have to do. And, you know, you got to be better to be lucky than good sometimes. Um, The injury bug, stay away from it. Yeah. yeah, You'll have to have a little bit of that luck to get there. But, uh, you know, I I think there is a legitimate chance for four or five teams to to find themselves in Arlington. And that just goes to speak to – the quality of of the football played up and down, you know the the classifications from six man to 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 six A. I mean, we really do have you know some some really high quality and and teams that that have that opportunity. You know, now look, it, like Ward pointed out, you got to stay healthy. You know, you got to have a little luck on your side. I mean, but would you be surprised, you know, to to see five teams? From, and I remember one year we had something like five teams. The, the year that oh, – I'm trying to remember what year it was. But, I mean, one year we had uh, – I think it was Chilton. I think Crawford. Waco. Coppers Cove. It, there were several that made a run all the way to the state championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember that? Mm-hmm. I mean – it was really a lot of good football played. I mean, I remember Waco played down in the Alamo Dome for their state championship. This is before we we all went to AT and T. Well, you and I did a double header at AT and T not too long ago in what twenty sixteen. Yeah, when you had Bremont and and Crawford, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's uh, that's that's the beauty for for us around here is the caliber of competition and the caliber of competition between. A 2A and a 3A, and these guys play each other. A 3A to 4A. Look, Ray Biles has scheduled everybody. You know, he's played He's played China Spring. He's played La Vega. He, he, you know, that he knows it's going to make his team better. Uh, and, and, you know, and Don Hyde at La Vega, he, he'll play anybody. You know, and, you know, same thing for Kevin Hoffman out of Mart. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll play anybody. Anybody that wants to play. I mean, he, how many 3As have been on? on Kevin Hoffman's schedule, you know? I mean, it's just that's just the way it goes. So, uh, and it benefits their football team, but it also benefits us as we get to see really good football. Uh, and, and we got teams year in and year out that are going to make that, uh, that are going to give themselves an opportunity to get to, 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 get to AT&T and, and play for a championship. And, you know, pretty cool stuff. All right, uh, 842. We are uh, 18 away from 9 o'clock. Greeny's coming up at 9, and... Uh, three o'clock this afternoon, it'll be the John Morris show, and at four you can check out uh, Matt Mosley. At three, John Walters, he is the uh, play-by-play voice of the uh, Cyclones of Iowa State. He'll be on the program in that three o'clock hour. 
So the uh, two play-by-play guys will, will visit. And then when they get there, they'll visit. I mean, you know, just kind of how it works. But we'll get to hear the one, the visit, you know, today. <laughs> I'm not sure we'll hear the visit on Saturday. I, I don't know where I'm going. 842. It's 18 away from 9. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Mark Coaches Show with Kevin Hoffman is brought to you by InCommons Bank. Coach, coming off a 21-20 victory over Centerville, a game that obviously was a four-quarter football game. Uh, what was your big takeaway in that contest? Yeah, I mean, the, the takeaway was that we got to win. And uh, no matter if you win by one or, or 50, it's a win is a win. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to play Centerville because I knew they were big and I knew they were physical and I knew the type of offense that they ran. Uh, I knew how big they were on defense. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted our kids to have to play four quarters and get after it. And, uh, uh, and so we accomplished, uh, you know, the goal that I had for, for, for these kids in this game. How beneficial is it uh, to be pushed and, and, and challenged for four full quarters? Well, I mean, you know, when you, uh, you know, we've not played a game this year where, uh, you know, we go in at halftime and, you know, we have to make some adjustments and we have to talk some things through and, and uh, make some changes. Uh, and so, uh, you know, that's hopefully, uh, you know, that we, we play somebody uh, we will eventually play somebody down the road. Uh, we, and from now on, these are all meaningful games. Uh, and so uh, maybe we can draw back on, on uh, you know, things that were good for us uh, this past week and then the things that were bad. And, and uh, so hopefully this will help us, uh, you know, down the road. You talk about meaningful games. You begin uh, with, with the uh, Meridian Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I mean, we're – uh, we always bro- break our our uh, season down into three parts, and like I told the kids, we, we we're done with the first part, non-district schedule. Uh, we, we came through it four and zero, which is awesome. Uh, you know, and now we're starting into the games that that really matter. And and our goal is to win a district championship, uh, and it's going to start Friday night with Marie. ESPN Central Texas. InCommons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from InCommons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Baylor football, cowboy football. 
Waco Football, Central Texas Football, ESPN, Central Texas. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. Lockridge Priest has been providing HVAC, plumbing, and electrical services for over 50 years, serving all of Central Texas for your residential and commercial needs. This family-owned and operated company has skilled and knowledgeable technicians to help you with all your heating, AC, plumbing, and electrical needs. For information or to schedule your service, call Lockridge Priest at 254-772-0670. That's 254-772-0670 or LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest, a proud sponsor of Central High School Football. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The NFL has suspended Bills offensive lineman Bobby Hart for one game after he took a swing at a Titan player following Monday night's game, but instead hit a Tennessee coach. The league did not identify the coach. The Astros used six pitchers to shut out Tampa Bay 5-0. Houston goes for that series sweep this afternoon in Tampa. The Angels scored three runs off a reliever Dennis Santana to beat the Rangers 5-3. Game two of that series tonight in Arlington, and you can hear the game on Cool 1 013 FM. Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton belted ninth inning homers to give the Yankees a 9-8 come from behind victory over the Pirates. A home run for Judge was his 60th this season and ties him with Babe Ruth for the second most in franchise history. Base-stealing legend Mari Wells has passed away at the age of 89. He was the first major leaguer to steal over 100 bases in a season. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Eight forty nine, eleven away from nine o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And uh, I tell you what, let's uh, go to the C and C Collision Center text line. And uh, JB says. Bump, bump, bump. Uh, let me see if I can get to it. I guarantee, I guarantee you, if uh, three of the Texas schools had went into the Big Ten with Nebraska, they would have still been winning at the same level. Same goes for Colorado as well. Each team began to fall off within three years of joining the new conference. Having a foothold in Texas is very important. I don't disagree with that. I, I've said that a lot, a lot, a long time, for a long time that. Their, their recruiting footprint into Texas basically disappeared when they quit coming down here two or three, four times a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and are you going to then beat out the Ohio States and the Iowas and all those guys that, when you're fighting for those guys in the Midwest? I mean, well, where's I mean, your footprint for recruiting? Well, it should be there, but they haven't won that recruiting battle against those teams, obviously. I mean, back you know, when they were in the what big eight, 
they were winning those battles. Mm-hmm. You know, Osborne was getting the players to go from those states. But you vacated it. You, you did. And then you came to the Big 12. And then you vacated that and you've gone back. And you, and you haven't got that back yet. That's right. I mean, it, that's right. And I mean, I don't think they need to be in Texas. I don't think they need to be. But they wherever they're at, they need to find a way to get that footprint, what you're talking about. And they, they haven't regained that since they went back. And part of that is because, well, let's be honest, they haven't been very good. Right. That's that's part of it. But, you know, finding – when you're battling several schools, I, I, it, you know – that well, You were battling several schools here too. Right. But you, you kind of came in and, and got – and got to be a part of it. Yeah, but they didn't get the they didn't get the top players from here. They got a lot of them. They got some. They got some of the you know second tier. The good ones stayed with Texas and and A and M and. It's just like Arkansas did the same thing. Arkansas would come in here and recruit Texas players, and they you know that's what made them as good as they were at the point in time. They had to kind of. Figure it out again. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did. I mean, you're not going to put together a football right. team on the state of Arkansas. Now, now Arkansas might have another opportunity to come into the state of Texas now that Texas is leaving and going to the SEC. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, you're already playing A&M, and now you're going to probably be playing mm-hmm. A&M and Texas. Yeah. And it's probably why you're playing A&M in the Metroplex. Mm-hmm. You know? I, you know. Well, you're playing A&M in the Metroplex for only one reason. To be honest. You don't think it's recruiting? No, it's Jerry Jones. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a hog graduate, mm-hmm. and he likes that game there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why that game's there. I mean, yeah, it, it, does it have some value to it for Arkansas? Yes, but it's that that's fueled by J.J. himself. I'm not going to argue that, but it does give them an opportunity to get in the Metroplex, see some high school football, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and that's part of the deal. So, yeah, I mean, they had to figure out their their new footprint for recruiting when they left the Southwest Conference, just like Nebraska. And you make a great point. You don't win, you're not going to find that footprint, and right. they haven't. No. But I think if, you know. They haven't they, been in Nebraska for a while. I know. Uh, and part of the problem is because they haven't found the right recruits. And it's and it's not just football. I mean, this was a, a baseball program that was going gangbusters. Mm-hmm. And leave the Big 12. Go to the well, Big Ten. And when your football's good, guess what? Everything else gets good, too. Right, but, I mean, you still got to go recruit players. I, I know that, but it makes it easier to recruit those players. Football drives everything. And when your football program's better, it makes your basketball program better. It makes your baseball program better. It makes your soccer program. It just does. People want to migrate to that school because football is better. But you still got to go get them. And they were able to go get them because – they came down here to play. Mom and dad could see you play two or three times when you were playing three, four times a year in the state. It, that's, but you're not anymore. So, I mean, and, and they're struggling. I mean, they're, they are absolutely struggling in just about every sport. Uh, one other from the CNC Collision Center text line, we were talking about the high caliber, high quality football played in the state of Texas. And Corey says, hey, let's don't go crazy and throw 5A and 6A in the, into the talk in the area. When was the last time Temple played for a championship? 2016. Yeah. So it wasn't that terribly long ago. Uh, are the 5A's and 6A's in the area struggling? Sure they are. 
Uh, they're, they're not at that same caliber right now. I, I, I get that, you know, and, but can they be? Can they get back there? I think they can. Uh, and we're not just talking about Greater Waco. We're talking about Central Texas. So you're talking about your Colleen's, your Harker Heights, your Coves, and all of those guys. Uh, and, and I, you know, Ward, I know they're two and two, but don't you think Temple's still probably the favorite to win the district? I, w- I would think it's between them and Harker Heights right now, in, in my opinion. And we'll see how it starts to unfold starting Friday night. But those, for me, are the two front runners in this district. Okay. And, and that begins on Friday night. Uh, the uh, Wildcats do go into district play traveling to Bryan, mm-hmm. who's 3-1, and one, by the way. Yeah, and they're a good football team. Very good football team. And they're senior-laden. So, they're, you know, they're very disciplined. Uh, defensively, they play well. Offensively, they don't turn the ball over. Uh, they're not going to give you something cheap, so uh, it, it's going to be a it's going to be another test for the Temple Wildcats. They've got to get their they got to get their offense going. There's no doubt about it. They've got to find a way to sustain the drives and and then finish drives in the red zone. All right, uh, boy, what a fun day! Uh, that's going to do it for us again. Don't forget John Morris coming up at three o'clock. Matt at four. Uh, Greeny's coming your way at 9. We will do this again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Look forward to visiting with you then. Have yourself a great day. For Ward and, and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.